of the valley and you are the bright and you are the morning star. And say, let's say it again, you are my healer. You are my deliverer. You are my Prince of Peace. Amen this morning. Let's give the Lord another hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As the musicians go down, look at your neighbor and say, you look mighty fine this morning. Turn to the other one and say, you look really mighty fine this morning. Yeah, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you believe there's healing in the house this morning? I stand here once again tell you by the power of the Holy Spirit, God still heals. God still heals. Praise the Lord. God still heals. Amen. That's what I'm going to talk about this morning. I'm going to talk about healing. I want to, I want to build your faith this morning. That God sent Jesus Christ to the Sanhedrin court later to see him walk up Golgotha's hill to be crucified. To send a message 2,000 years later that he's your healer. That he's your healer. Now, if you're here this morning and you don't need healing, but I believe everyone here needs healing for something this morning. And it's good to know that when we live in this body that we live in, that there's a healer. And, and I believe that so many people at times die early. But I believe that if we'll get a hold of the stripes on the back of Jesus Christ, that this morning we can claim that healing and believe that healing, Sister Debbie. And the healing is for us today. Say today. It's for me. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth used to tell about traveling one day in a railroad coach. Two others on the train, a mother and a daughter, were sick. So Wigglesworth said to them, look, I've got something in this bag that will cure every cause in the world. And it's never been known. The mother and the daughter were quick uh, to respond. So the minister went on to tell them about this remedy that he had. When finally they asked for the dose, he opened up the bag, he took out his Bible, and he read this verse that says, I am the Lord who healeth Thee. Let's say it together. I am the Lord that healeth thee. God made a covenant with the children of Israel in the Old Testament. David acknowledges that that covenant in Psalms 103 when he says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And this is the last part of this. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all of his, let's say it together, Benefits. How many of you like benefits? You work on a job, they got some benefits. And if you work on a job that they don't have benefits, you wish you worked on a job that had benefits. Well, through Jesus Christ, there was the benefits through the new covenant. And listen to what he said, these benefits. Who forgiveth all of our iniquities. 
If you're saved this morning, you're on your way to heaven. If you're not, then you're on your way, let's say it together, to hell. But you don't have to go there. For the benefit was paid at Calvary for you, and that was for your iniquities. And the Bible says, who healeth, listen to all of this. If it's too loud, cut it down a little bit. Who healeth, let's say it together, all of our diseases. It says he heals all of them, not some of them, a few of them, but the Bible says that he heals all of them. Jesus ministered to the sick, doing miracles and healing all through the New Testament. Matthew 4, 23 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee. Jesus went all about Stanton. Jesus went all about Churchville. Jesus went all about Waynesboro. Jesus went all about through Stanton and Verona healing thee. And the Bible says that, and Jesus went about all through Galilee teaching there in the synagogues, preaching the gospel, listen to this, of the kingdom. Or it translates teaching the gospel of the keys to the kingdom. We have the keys to the kingdom. We live in a kingdom. We have a king called Jesus Christ. And in his kingdom, we have the keys to the kingdom. Healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among them. Christ loved people. Christ died for people. Christ went to the whipping post because, listen to this, He loved people. And He loves you this morning. And just because He loves you, He has promised healing to every area of your life, whether it be your daughter, whether it be your, your son, whether it be your mom, your dad, your wife, or your husband, or some other family member, it's promised to them also. For he come to healeth all sickness and disease. The Bible says on the cross, after Jesus who went to the whipping post, walked up Golgotha's hill, brother Wayne, and he hung on the cross. This was the words, his last words, Brother Dale. He said, listen to this. After he went all out through the Gospels, as we see, walking and healing every sickness and disease that he touched, the Bible says he hung on the cross and he's getting ready to assign and he's, he's getting ready to finish out and he's getting ready to let you and I know through the new covenant, through the blood that he shed, he said, it is finished. I'm not coming back here anymore but to sit, well, for the second coming, but I'm not coming earth to go through this again. He said, I come once for your healing and for salvation. And he said, it is finished. Finished. Amen? That means healing for your body is finished. Healing for your mind is finished. Healing for your sick life uh, when it comes to, to sin in your life, he said it's finished. Healing for bad relationships, he said it is finished. And at the letter 
that he ended writing in his own blood, it is finished. There is no P.S. dot at the end to tell you anything else. How many of you have got letters before and a lot of the letters said P.S. da 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 da. When Jesus said it's finished calling, there was no P.S. at the end of the letter. He's not, well, if, if, if you are a little better than someone else or you live at this certain height of, of your relationship with me and he, he goes on to almost write another last letter after he says, P.S., there was no P.S. I want to encourage you this morning when he said, it is finished. Look at your neighbor and say, it is finished. Praise the Lord. So I'm going I'm to take the the next few minutes and uh, if you got a piece of paper and pencil I want to just I'm just going to give you seven there's many more but uh, you know a pastor has it's easier for his outline if he has one two three four so this morning I'm going to make it easy for you one two three four five six seven I'm going to give you seven purposes for divine healing in your life number one Jesus heals because he is full of of compassion. Oh, hallelujah. If I just stayed on that one, that would be all you needed. Jesus heals because he is full of compassion. Remember, uh, Jesus is coming up on the uh, uh, Jerusalem and uh, he was on a hill, I believe, and he, because the Bible says he, Brother Jim, he looked out over Jerusalem and the Bible said he had compassion upon them. Jesus heals just because he has compassion on you. Mark 1.40 says, A leper came to Jesus, beseeking him and kneeling down to him, saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, listen to this, when he seen the sick man. Now Jesus doesn't, didn't look at the, excuse me, didn't look at anyone else in the Bible that was sick any different than he looks at your sickness. He, he, he looks at you, Sister Tina, the same way that he looked at the leper. He looks at you, Josh, the same way he looked at the man with the withered hand. I want you to pray for Josh. He goes to the, the doctor this week to have an operation on Thursday on his, on his wrist. Playing fo- he was playing football. And the doctor says, I've got a work on some bones or take some bones out and son, you won't have but 50% of your wrist. But I'm claiming that he will have 100%. It might take some time, but I read that my Jesus is full of compassion. And then what he says, and Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean unto you. And Jesus himself, he feels our weaknesses, he feels our hurts, and he feels our pain. It was compassion that led to the miracle Jesus Christ heals people today for the same reason in Romans chapter 2, 4. It says, it's the goodness of the Lord that leads people to repentance. It's the goodness of God that leads Him to you to heal you. 
just because he loves you and just because he has compassion upon you today. Purpose number two, Jesus heals because healing belongs to his children. That's, that's kind of pitiful. Healing belongs to you just because you're healed to his children. How many of you are a child of God this morning? How many of you a child of God? Well, just because you're a child of God and you're his children, he wants to heal you just because you're his children. How many of you desire to see your children hurting? None of us. We don't desire to see none of our grandkids hurting or none of our children hurting or anybody part of our family hurting. Jesus heals just because you're his child. Mark chapter 7 says, Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled for it is not meat to children's bread and cast it unto dogs. And she answered to him, yes, Lord, let the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. The Lord saw the woman's faith and the daughter was delivered. If you're a child of the king, healing should come to you first. He wants to pour out his healing virtue unto you. You belong to the king of kings. You're a child of the king and Jesus wants you to step out by faith this morning and believe that you are healed. Amen. The third purpose, Jesus heals to bring glory to the Father. Jesus heals just because He wants to bring glory to the Heavenly Father. So every time someone gets healed, every time someone gets healed, the Heavenly Father gets glorified. And every time someone gets healed that you know that gets healed, you should glorify the Father. If, you're, if your daughter gets healed, you should be glorifying your father. If your brother gets healed, your mom, your sister, whoever it is, a friend, if they, should, if they get healed and you find out that they get healed, you should be given all glory and all honor and all praise, listen, to the Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 15 says, On one side of the mountain near the Sea of Galilee, great multitudes come unto him. And listen to this. And he healed them. And he, listen, and he healed them. Somebody needs to get that not just in your natural ears this morning, but in your spiritual ears that God wants you healed and Jesus wants to heal you just also because it'll glorify his Father. Amen? It teaches us Jesus heals at times just so the Father will be praised and worshiped. Matthew chapter 9 says, On one occasion there was a, a response when Jesus healed a sick man. When the multitude saw it, they marveled and they glorified the Father. They worshiped the Father just because, just because they were Heal, because it brings glory to the Father. The fourth pur purpose is Jesus heals to fulfill God's promise. When you and I gave our life to the Lord, we came under the new covenant. I talked about that a few minutes ago. We come under the, the new covenant. And so we read in the Word of God, we read in that new covenant that healing has been promised to me. Now, has healing been promised to you? Okay, y'all wake up this morning. I feel, feel a few people yawning, okay? 
Listen, if I'll come down there, I I don't mind stepping down off of here, okay? (laughs) Healing belongs to you this morning, okay? All right, now that was under the new covenant. Now, let's go into the old covenant where they had to bring the turtle doves and bulls and goats and had to slaughter them and they had to take the blood as a sacrifice, okay? You and I don't have to do that anymore, thank God, okay? But through the cross, we're under what we call the new covenant, amen? And and, and so we don't have to do that anymore. But what that new covenant does, it refers us back to the promise that God promises Okay, so we see the blood that Jesus shed. We see the stripes that he took on his back. And we see his suffering that brought us in, say brought us into. Okay, so when you give your heart and life to the Lord, it brought you into that new covenant. Okay, so Jesus heals just, just to fulfill the new covenant. So he looks at you and he says, you're a born again Christian. I've got a covenant with you and I've made a covenant with you. And now I'm going to heal you because it refers back to the promise that I said I would heal. It it refers back to the promise that I said that I am in. Listen to this. If you're taking notes, I am in covenant with my own words. Come on, come on. I'm in covenant with my own words. I cannot go back on the words that have already been spoken out of my mouth. Because an eon of ages of time, when God stepped back and he said, let there be light, there was what? Light. When God stepped back and he said, let's put the moon in place, the moon was put in place. When God stepped back and said, put the stars in place. They were put, the stars were put in place. And God can't grab the moon and bury it. God can't grab the earth and bury it. God can't grab the sun and bury it. Because Brother Dale, when God said, let it be, it will always be. Oh my God. When God said, let it be, it will always be. Because he's in covenant with his own words. My Lord. The scripture in the Bible, I think it was Paul. And uh, the Bible says that that Paul was on a missionary uh, journey. And the Bible talks about that uh, that he got got bit by a snake. And uh, the Bible goes on to say that That'll not harm you, Paul. That, that, that deadly poison that goes inside of your body will not harm you, Paul. So, I just want to give you just an example of how to use the new covenant promise in your life. I had to go through 15 treatments. This is what I did. I laid on that table, and that machine would come around. And every time I started to hear that thing buzz to give me that treatment, I would say, I would say, I would say, there is nothing that's going in my body to take this treatment that will harm me. 
that machine would circle back and go into my chest. And I would say, there is nothing that goes in my body that will harm me. I am believing that when that machine 15, 18, 20 times hit my body, I had to quote the Word of God because it's not out of my head. It's got to be out of my spirit. So I got to put the Word of God to the test or I don't need to be up here. So I put it to the test. God, you said by no means shall it harm me. So you're in covenant with the words that is on that page. So when I go back to the Word of God and said, you are my healer, I quote the covenant that he has already promised me over 2,000 years ago. So God heals just to fulfill his promise. Number five, Jesus heals also to confirm his own word. John chapter 10, verse 37 and 38 says, If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. Well, how many believe he did the works of his Father? But if I do through you believe not me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I am in Him. Christ knew exactly why He was sent to earth. And He was sent to earth to perform the works of the Father. Now listen to this. If you need healing in your body this morning, miracles and healing are confirmed through the spoken word of Jesus. He heals to fulfill His personal word to you and I. And everybody said, Amen. Purpose number six, Jesus heals to show you the power in His blood. How many of you believe that there's power in the blood of Jesus? Come on, how many of you believe that there's power in the blood of... I'm talking about, Brother Dale, I'm talking about the dunamis power. I'm talking about something that has power. I'm talking about something that has power to forgive me of my sins. But I'm also saying that this is the power to heal this broken body. Jesus heals through the power of the blood of Jesus. The prophecy declared in Isaiah chapter 54, 4 and 5 was fulfilled 20 centuries ago. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him and with His stripes we are healed. I want want us to say this together. I, I want us to get this out of our head and into our spirit, okay? I want this to come alive in our spirit. I want us to all say this again. Isaiah chapter 54, 4 and 5. Okay, he was bruised for our iniquities. For who? Say it again. For who? I want you to go out of here saying, Praise God. I need healing in my body today. He was bruised just for me. If there was no one else to die for, He would have died just for me. Brother Wayne. Brother Dwayne, if there was no one else on earth, he would have looked to the Father and said, you know what? I'm going down there just for Kevin. 
Now, I don't feel like, Lord, why would you come down? Don't we all feel like that? We're all sinners only saved by grace. But through the new covenant and through the blood, I can walk around and say, Father, if it wasn't nobody but me, you would have sent Jesus Christ down here just to heal my body. And because it's your blood, the Jesus that you shed at Calvary, I'm healed. I claim it today. The doctor might have gave me one report, but I claim it today. It's not over till it's over. It's not over till it's over. I might not feel like feel good today, but by your blood and the stripes you took on your back, I am healed. I claim my healing. I quote scriptures. I quote the promise. I am healed. Brother Dale, we can say your wife is healed. She might be home this morning and not able to come to church, but sitting there in her living room or her den or her kitchen, she can say, I'm healed. I'm getting up. God's healing my back because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I am healed. Praise the Lord. There's an old hymn that all of us know, and some of the young ones might not know, but it says, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? What can heal me or make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. It goes all the way back to the word of the atonement of the Old Testament, which means a covering the Israelites use the blood. Taking the hyssop and splashing the blood upon the doorpost. It was recorded in Exodus chapter 12, verse 22. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in blood that is in the basin, and touch the lintel and the doorpost with the blood that is in the basin. Why did they do that? Listen, God would stop Satan. Am I in a Pentecostal church, or am I in a Baptist church, or a Methodist church, or a Presbyterian, and I love them all? But let, are, are we Pentecostals here? Okay, let me, okay, okay. So God would stop Satan. So he, now, this is in the, listen, 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 everybody real quiet, real quiet. This is in the Old, this is in the Old Testament. So if you would dip it in the basin with the blood after the animal was sacrificed, Sounds like something on NCIS. And you, you would take the blood and you would go over to the doorpost and you would put it on the doorpost. It's for you. And, and the man was the one who was supposed to do it. This is what it did. It stopped Satan and his demon spirits to enter their homes, put sickness on their bodies, bind them in fear, make them feeble, all because the Israelites would use the blood of bulls and goats and doves. If God looked at that as an atonement, listen to this, how much more will He honor the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ? In the Old Testament, God said to keep the devil and the demon spirits and sickness and disease 
off of your home. This is what you have to do. You got to kill a, a dove if you're poor. You got to kill a, uh, you might be, have a little bit more money. You might have a lamb or, or a goat and you're going to have to go, uh, you're going to have to go cut its throat. Let the blood, let the blood fall in that basin. As you cut it, let it fall in that basin. You're going to have to take that blood and you have to dip it. And then you have to put it over the doorpost. Okay. Now, and so God says, when you do that, he said, listen, I will honor that. I will, I'm going to honor that, children of Israel, the old covenant. So if God honored, if God honored that old covenant sacrifice, how much more? Sister Colleen, how much more than when he watched his son Jesus Christ die on an old rugged cross as they stripped him and, and, and as they tore his body apart for my healing? How much more when, when we plead the blood over our life that God says, uh-huh, that's my son's blood you're pleading. Devil, you get off of my home. Demons, you get off of my home. Demons, you get off of my daughter. You get off of my child. You get off of my wife. You get off of my husband. You get off of my church. You get off of my grandkids. You get off of them. I plead the blood of Jesus over my home. God steps back. He says, That's the blood that Jesus Christ shed. And I will honor that. I, I don't have time. I got to close. But I wish I had time just to preach on honor. I wish I had time just to preach on honor. Our society has lost honor. But God... I don't have time to preach it, but how many times do we dishonor the blood of Jesus? But He loves us so much, and He does not bring condemnation with that. And He loves us so much that He looks at you and I. Maybe you dishonored me this week by the way you spoke by what you put on social media, by, 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 by what you said to someone else, by where you went or what you did. You didn't honor me. But he said, I'm not bringing condemnation on you. But what I'm going to do when you plead the blood, when you plead the blood over your family, I have forgiven you of that. And because I've forgiven you of what you did and bring, didn't bring condemnation in, okay? I didn't bring condemnation in. What I've did now, listen, what I've did now, I am going to still honor you for the blood that you applied to your home. Now, devil, you a liar. Quit trying to tell me it's my sins that have kept me from my healing. And I know the Bible teaches if we don't repent, but I'm talking about on us doing things at times we slip up and do or maybe shouldn't do. But I'm not, I'm not saying that never ask God to forgive you and then beg Him for healing. What I'm saying is that there's times in our life that we do things in our life, but Jesus said the blood, the same blood, <clears throat> 
Y'all might want to go home, but I feel like preaching all day. Listen, listen, the, the Lord gave, listen, the same blood, the same blood that dripped out of his body for my sins. Listen to this. The same drops of blood that dripped out of his body for my sins to cover my sins is the exact same blood that came out of his body and the stripes he took on his back and the meat that, that, that when, they, when they struck him, that is the same body, that is the same blood that he forgive me of my sins. It's the same blood that has brought healing to my body. The same body. It wasn't one body sacrificed for, for, for my sins and then another body sacrificed for my healing. It was the same body in the same blood. So if you're saved and you believe in your salvation, you can believe exactly like you got saved is the way you can get healed. My, my God, Lord. Maybe you ain't maybe you ain't never been down on a sick bed and you needed God to raise you up off of the mat, but I've been. And I tell you what, when you've been down and you looked at the Savior to bring you up, you got something to be excited about. Oh, hallelujah. It said the song says Christ alone, who took on flesh. In the fullness of God, helpless babe, the gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save. Till on that cross Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every sin on Him was laid, here in the death of Christ, I live. I live, I breathe, I work, I stand tall, I love, I care, I forgive, I have compassion, I preach, I teach, I operate in the Spirit, I am healed and I am saved, all because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I stand with no apologies that this church will only move forward and stand tall in this community. See people saved, see people healed, see people delivered, see people back together with their families, see people off drugs, see people care for one each other, see crime rate drop down, see a suicides drop, see moms loving their children again, see dads loving their families again. It will only happen upon the shed blood of Jesus Christ our Savior. Let it be loud and clear with no apologies. It will not happen without realizing and honoring and holding up the cross of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wow. Purpose number seven of why He wants to heal you is that every time the Lord heals, the devil is defeated at the cross, and it exposes once again Him. John 1, 3 and 8 says, For this purpose is unto man of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Sickness is a work of the devil. I just feel like saying this again. I have heard some bad teaching on healing. You don't have to be perfect for God to heal you. Yeah. 
The devil will play with your mind. Well, you're not healed. You're not healed. Because remember your past? Now, if you would have gave God your life back when you was uh, uh, a little child and you were raised up in a home that, that, that they took you to church and, and you were raised up in a, a great family and you have a great legacy like God has given me, then, then God, uh, you wouldn't have any sickness on your body. But let me testify. I was raised up in a beautiful home. I was raised up when they, my mom and dad taught me healing when I was a, a kid. I have a great legacy of pastors and people in my family, an incredible grandmother. And I still got sick. I'm not above. But what God wants me to tell you, don't live under the condemnation this morning that what if... What if? Well, we all could say, what if, devil? Every one of us could have lived better lives. But it doesn't, it is not based on that. It is based on the cross of Jesus Christ. It's not based on how good I am. It's based on the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, devil... Every time someone gets healed, it is going to remind you how defeated you are. And this is why the devil fights you. Tooth and toenail, the old saying goes. He will torment your mind to death on the healing power of the Messiah. Because he knows when God reaches down and he touched the lame man. When the man reached out his hand and he touched him. And when the blind man, he touched his eyes and he could see all three times and all recorded in Scripture when healing took place, the devil at that moment took another defeated blow. So every time God touches your body or touches a loved one of yours or whoever it may be or a friend. Every time you raise up your hands and say, Father, I thank you. You said it was finished. I am healed. And devil, I, want, I just want to tell you something. I want you to know that maybe I wasn't healed today, but my healing's coming and I'm going to watch you squirm again. I'm going to watch you squirm again because you are defeated once again because of the cross over 2,000 years ago. Amen? Let's give the Lord a hand. God wants you healed this morning. He desires you to be healed. Amen? And as we close this morning, we're going to do something different. I feel like the Lord wanted me uh, to do as the musicians will quickly come. If you want to be prayed for this morning. And we're going to kind of do it. We're going to do it quickly. Um, what we're going to do, I'm going to come down to my right here. Okay? And if you want uh, to be anointed and laid hands on, I've asked six or eight people to come up and, and help me with that. Okay? I'm going to be down here to the right. And we're going to have like a little uh, funnel running, running down through here. And there's going to be people on each side. We're going to anoint you. We're going to anoint you. 
okay? And I want you to come through and the ones that are standing there, okay, they're going to pray over you. And then I want you to just move forward. If you feel like that you want to stay around the altar longer and be prayed for, there are going to be a couple ladies over here to pray for you. I mean business this morning. Do you want healing this morning? Amen? Amen? So we're going to take that time and I'm going to ask everyone that's going to help me quickly to come up. And, and if you want prayed for this morning, I'm going to ask them all to take their, their places.